0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn. And are you ready to get twisted with me today? Our last couple podcasts have been about relationship and building a relationship with our children and using effectively using that is communication to do that. And the last one was about sharing stories and how that is so effective. The other thing that is effective is us as role models. We role model how our children talk to themselves and what they think of themselves by the way that we speak. Speak to them and the way that we speak to ourselves. So today I wanted to focus on self-talk. You do know that you are your child's biggest role model, right? So you need to really start monitoring your thoughts and words for negativity. Things like judgment, worrying, complaining, criticizing, and even permission or excuses to procrastinate. So let's think about this for a second. If you constantly are in a state of judging, or worrying, or complaining, or criticizing, or giving excuses to things, you're teaching your child, modeling for your child, that that's an okay way to be. And you have to make that decision. Is that a way that you want to be? Do you want your child to grow up being somebody that is sits in judgment of others, or themselves? constantly worries about what's going to happen next, complains, criticizes the other things that are happening or people, or has excuses for why they don't get things done. As these thoughts occur, you have to really remind yourself that it is actually up to us to make our life heaven or make our life hell. H-E double hockey sticks for those who don't want to hear the word hell. So again, I'm just going to repeat that. It's up to us how we create our world by the choices we make to the thoughts that we allow in. So I'm not saying that people don't, I'm not saying don't have negative thoughts, people. But what I am saying is that acknowledge that it's a negative thought that's coming, name it as such, and decide, do you want to sit in that negative thought Or do you want to figure out a way out of that negative thought? Because I'm going to suggest to you that people that drive you crazy could be people that have these predominant characteristics like judging, um, are constantly stressed, complain, criticize, don't get things done when they're supposed to. Those kind of people typically drive us crazy. Well, see where you might be one of those type of people and see where you could help your child not be one of those type of people. And one of the key ways is for you to start monitoring it for yourself. Did you know that a moment of compassion where you consciously change your words with your kids can change your kids entire day? Think about that for a sec. If you're having a rushed morning and you know a glass of milk spills, then you could react two different ways. You could react and go crazy, oh grass of milk and uh, now we have to clean it and we don't have time and I don't know if that sounds familiar at all to you Uh, or a knapsack is left behind or a lunch or something. I mean life is crazy and busy and those things can happen and you could give a moment of compassion in that situation and that could change your kid's entire day. Now think about it, a string of moments where you've given compassion can change the course of their life. So you get to decide, get to decide how your thoughts invade your head and how you decide to act on them. And then you get to decide what you're going to role model for your kids. I absolutely love this quote, so I'm going to read it to you. It's a little bit of a long quote, so bear with me. Watch your thoughts for they become your words. Watch your words for they become your actions. Watch your actions for they become your habits. Watch your habits for they become your character. Watch your character for it becomes your destiny. So I shared that because I'm basically saying to you that you get to control your thoughts. And in that quote, it's telling you how thoughts go to words, words go to actions, Action becomes what you do every day. What you do every day becomes who you are. And who you are becomes your destiny. So if you know that, and again, this is why I just think it's beautiful, because life really is so simple. It is that simple. It is that simple that you can choose your thought. I think um, I wrote actually in my in a chapter i wrote in a book last year that when i was coming out of an abusive relationship and was just in a real state of depression and and questioning why and how was i going to go on i realized i had to choose my thoughts just as i would choose my clothes in the morning and really that is true i had to consciously choose my thoughts and think okay, so I am feeling sad or I am feeling angry or whatever and deal with it and acknowledge it, but not live in it and not go, well, I'm not just going to be an angry person then or I'm just going to be a sad person. I could have a moment where I'm sad, but I was really, really striving to be happy just because. Because you know what? Life throws a lot of stuff at us. And I'm not sure if I'll get to that in this podcast or a different podcast, but I really believe we should get our kids to be happy, dot, 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 just because and it's a skill for sure to learn and we have to teach it to ourselves first. So really be positive with your self-talk. And um, one of the ways that I think are really good is reframing things. And so if your child is saying to you, for example, I'm not good at this, think, have them think, Sorry, have them think, what am I missing to help me get better? If you're thinking you're not good at something, what are you missing to help you get better? If you remember or if you didn't know, my new tagline is, fail, act, succeed. I believe fail often and fail early so that you can act on it and then you will experience success. And it's a progression. So next time somebody says, I'm not good at this, you can ask them, well, what are you missing to make it better? And you're going to model that to your child for yourself. Even take something that you've not been good at and say, well, I haven't been good at this, so I must be missing something, and I want to be better at it, so I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to get there, because that's what I'm missing. I give up. Well, instead, you could think, what are some strategies we could use from what you've learned, right? So you take that failure and you turn it into a learning opportunity. You take that failure, like when a child is learning to walk, and they fail several times, each time they're building up a different idea of how to get to the walking stage. Same thing. Instead of saying to your child, you would never have said to them, oh, give up on walking, you're never going to get there anyway. So how many odd times do we hear somebody saying, I give up on math, or I give up on reading, or I give up on a sport, I give up on trying to be friends with that person, or whatever the different things are. Well, stuck, look at it as an opportunity to use the strategies that you've used and tweak them to see what you could be doing differently. Uh, there's a really cute um, st- picture that goes around on Facebook. I'm not sure if you've seen it. And it's a person mining and the person's mining and mining and mining and mining. And they're just before they get to the diamonds and they turn around and they give up. Instead of if they had just mined that little bit more, they would have gotten to the diamonds. And so that's what I'm inviting you to do if somebody says I give up. How do you know if the diamond's not right behind that wall? The other thought that could be limiting that people might say is, this is too hard. Now, I've heard that lots from my kids. This is too hard, mom. How are we gonna do this? And we just think about it. You're worth the time if you want the goal and you want something, you're worth the time, you're worth the energy, you're worth the effort that it takes. Role model that for your kids and share that with them. I can't make this any better. I hear that from my kids in terms of relationships often. They're sad something that happened with a friend and they're saying, I can't make this any better or maybe you're thinking about that for something in your life. Maybe as your parenting style. I can't make this any better. You have to reframe that too. It's within my power to make a difference. I've shared the can't lens before in a different podcast as soon as you say can't you're self-limiting yourself so you're already turning your whole mind and being off to the fact that it is a possibility you need to take your power back if you hear can't and you need to reframe that to wait a second I do have the power and I can make a difference I always make mistakes So we find this very, very often when parents are coming to us to help them with their child and it's related to school and confidence and the child just feels like our whole learning experience has mostly been just a jumble of mistakes. Well, we reframe mistakes if you haven't listened to that podcast yet. Sorry, it's called Mistakes. And the reason why is I want us to go through life making lots of mistakes. Takes. Our whole journey of life should be comprised of tons of mistakes. And on that journey and on that path, we'll take new takes and new takes and different takes and we'll change things up in takes and we'll get to where we want to be. So instead you got to reframe, I always make mistakes to mistakes. help me learn. Comparison robs us of joy. So comparison we hear from kids. I hear from my kids, we hear from other kids, she's so smart, I will never be that way. So two things in there. One is the comparison. Don't compare yourself to anybody ever, guys. If you think you're comparing somebody to some, sorry, if you are comparing yourself to somebody, don't think that they're not comparing themselves to somebody else. Could even be you. We always think that there's this grand um, illusion of how somebody else's life is and we think, oh, if our life was just like this person. We're just smart, just like this person. Don't think that way and use that to your advantage. If you have a friend who's really smart and they're doing well and you'd like to do better, talk to them about it. Hey, I'm just curious. How are you getting such a good mark in math? How did you get your project done? Why does your project look so cool? I would love mine to look like that. Use your resources. Talk to them about it. Use your communication skills. And never, never is one of those lenses that I've talked about in terms of as soon as you say never, you stop your whole being from thinking that it's a possibility. So I'd like you to think about when you say never, because those are the things you're going to really need to work on changing. If another uh, limiting thought that you've heard is, ah, it's good enough. And that's that whole procrastination thing maybe coming into play and thinking, ah, it's good enough, and not wanting to put that effort in. So if you care about the u- outcome of something, then you're going to want to make sure you put a different effort in. So if you hear your kids saying, "Ah, oh, it's good enough, mom, then have that conversation. Do you care about that outcome? I've shared in a different podcast where I went and spoke with my teacher's son. I mean, <laughs> I went and spoke with my son's teacher and we gave my son the tools to go up to his teacher and say, this is my work, what is this worth? Is this worth an A or a B or a three or a four or whatever, however they're being graded these days? And if my son cared enough about the outcome, then he would make that change that he that the teacher was saying. No, I don't think this is, um, an A. Would you like an A? Well, these are the things that would need to be different. So when you catch somebody saying it's good enough, check if they're really invested in the outcome. Plan A didn't work, so it never will. Again, there's the never, so you're shutting everything else out as possibilities. And I really think this one's cute. Good thing there are 25 more letters in the alphabet. right, so we've given you some ideas of where limiting thoughts might come into play. I'm not good at this, I give up, this is too hard, I can't, I always make mistakes, comparing, it's good enough, plan A didn't work so nothing ever will. So this leads me to telling you that there are words that you really need to be aware of. I think I've mentioned can't and I've mentioned never. I always want to mention, always, (laughs) I just said it, how funny is that? Because it's on my mind, I guess. But I wanted to also mention always and should. So if you think, oh, my boss is always going to tell me that I'm wrong. Well, guess what? Your boss is always going to tell you that you're wrong. Because you're putting that out there. You're putting that thought there. You're creating that story. You're going to create that. Remember, our thoughts become our destiny. So, a different way to phrase that is, well, my boss has done that once and I would like to change that, then I'm going to have to do something about that. Whether it's have a conversation with my boss or I have to do something different in my actions to make the outcome different. Should, I call it the shoulds, kind of akin to the shits, right? Who wants to walk around having the shits? Very uncomfortable, stomach cramps, have to run to the washroom, not enjoyable, not in control of your life, or your world. Same thing with the shoulds. Oh, I guess I should get on that committee. Oh, I guess I should say I would pick Bobby up for soccer. I guess I should make 15 meals this week so we all eat healthy. (laughs) So there's all these times where catch yourself doing the shoulds. Or the shoulds, and think, I want to be in control of my life. So actively choose to do the things that you're doing. If you're doing shoulds, you're going to walk through your life feeling like you actually haven't had a life because you've just been doing all these shoulds for other people. Remember, your thoughts become your destiny. So choose them, choose them wisely. <laughs> you create a heaven or a hell. Do you want the heaven or do you want the hell? Have your moments of hell, but live in heaven, guys. Live in heaven. (laughs) So watch your words. Watch your words when you say never, should, always, and can't. If you have any questions about that or any more examples that you need, just contact me, amber at amberscotchburn.com, or follow me on Facebook and uh, send me a message there. I'm also on Twitter. I don't think I've mentioned that yet, but uh, it's my name, Amber Scotchburn. So you can find me on Twitter as well. Tweet me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about that stuff. I'm going to finish with the self limiting words quote that I love because I just really think it nails it. Again, bear with it. Quote, I know, on a podcast, but it really, really, really sums up what I'm saying well. Okay, everybody? So today, And moving forward, I want you to watch your thoughts because they become your words. I want you to watch your words because they become your actions. I want you to watch your actions because they become your habits. I want you to watch your habits because they become your character. And your character determines who you are. It's your destiny. So thoughts lead to our destiny, guys. Choose good thoughts. What we feed grows, you've heard me say. Feed good thoughts thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And thank you for the ratings and the reviews. They mean a lot. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.